0: Welcome to C3 San Diego. Need something fresh, real, and powerful in your life? Connect with us on social media, get live stream service notifications, podcasts, and up-to-date information on upcoming events. We are so glad you're joining us for a powerful, life-transforming message from one of our C3 San Diego pastors. We would love to hear about how God is impacting your life through this ministry. Please share your experience with us at info at c3sandiego.com. If you'd like to be a part of what C3 Church is doing in the city of San Diego and beyond, you can contribute financially by going to c3give.com and choosing the giving option that works best for you. We hope you enjoy this message.
1: Somebody
2: scream! <laughs> I said, together we stand, divide <laughs> together, <laughs> come on, come on, I said, together,
1: Jesus, a big clap in the house right here. I like it. I like it here. I said in the first service, what's really frustrating is, (laughs) excuse me, (laughs) what's really frustrating is being 19 and living in a body like this. It sucks. It really sucks. I know what some of you are thinking. My God, he looks like Johnny Depp. I get it everywhere I go. It's a cross I gotta bear, I walk through airports. Johnny, I said, I'm not Johnny. Well, rise. Give somebody a high five. Turn to somebody and say, I, I really like that aftershave you're wearing. And you may be seated. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited I could crush a grape. I could get a piece of toilet tissue right now and rip it like this in one go. Well, my name is Ray Bevan, and uh, I've been pastoring the same church in Wales. As you know, Jonah came out of Wales. What a rubbish joke that was. Anyway, I've been pastoring the same church for 25 years. I've loved it, and... Two years ago, the Lord said to me, Ray, it's time to transition the church to the next generation. I said, but I am the next generation. And uh, he said, no, no. He said, I know that. But uh," he said, said, I've got something else for you to do. And um, so when I handed the church over, I said, Lord, I just don't want to fill a diary. I just don't want to be another itinerant preacher. I've got to have something to get out of bed for. And he said, I'm raising you up, I'm sending you out in the latter part of your life as an abolitionist to my church. And I, I had to check out what abolitionist meant in the dictionary. And I found out that an abolitionist is someone who is raised up to deliver someone else from slavery. And he said to me, he said, the biggest form of slavery on planet earth right now is in my church. He said, large sections of my people are worshipping me in chains. And he showed me the people of Israel in Goshen for 400 years, worshipping Yahweh in chains under the taskmasters of Pharaoh. And God sent an abolitionist in the form of Moses, and he commanded Pharaoh to let God's people go. So uh, for the last two years and for the next 45 years, I will then be 164, but uh, I don't care if I come here when I'm 164. You'll have a chairlift to lift me up, point me in the right direction. Come on, man, we're not getting older; we're getting younger. So, so I am. I'm Ray Bevan. I'm 33 years of age. And no, 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 I've got to explain because I'm sitting in the garden with my granddaughter. She is eight. She's like Zoe's age. And her name is Eva. And we're chatting away about the problems in the Middle East, as one does with your grandchildren. (laughs) And she looked at me and she says, Bampa, how old are you, Bampa? I said, well, this was three years ago. I said, I'm 65, Eva, and uh, she starts crying hysterical. And I'm trying to control her. And I said, I, Eva, why are you crying? She said, I don't want you to die, Bumper." Fantastic. I thought, is this kid prophesying? Because they do sometimes. <laughs> I thought, no, no. And I said, um, I said, I said, I said, I'm not going to die, Eva. But Bumper, you will be 100 soon. <laughs> and everybody dies when they're 100. So then this look of, like, you know, the look that, that Elliot had when he saw E.T. for the first time. That look of wonder came over her face. I said, Eva, what's... She said, Bamper, I know what to do. I said, what? I'm gonna make you 30. I said, well, I'm up for that, let's, whatever. So I said, how are you gonna do that, Eva? And she looked at me as if I was stupid. Bamper Tinkerbell. Of course, I should have known. You all knew, I didn't know Tinkerbell. She said, yes, Pamper, La- last night the-, the tooth fairy came and-, and Tinkerbell sent her and she left some fairy dust in-, in my bedroom and I'm gonna throw it over you and you're gonna become 30, Bampa. I said, how much of it do you have? Do you have a lot of it? Because I- just everything, throw it all on me. So I went, so she came and she threw this stuff on me. I'm still trying to get it off my clothes. And I'm there, and I'm there, and I went with it. I went with it. And I go, Eva, it's like an electric. It's what Eva, what's happening to me? She says, Pampa, don't fight it. Don't fight it. Don't fight it, Pampa. Don't fight it. Pampa, Pampa, it's magic. And then I said, Wow. What's happened? Pampa, you are now 30. And she went off and played with her dolls. Give it up for my granddaughter, ladies and gentlemen. And give it up for the new reinvigorated 33-year-old Ray Bevan. (laughs) I love it. And you know what? How many of you know that the greatest lessons God teaches us is sometimes in the most ordinary things? And I'm sitting there like laughing to myself, and, and, and Jesus said to me, Ray, why can't you be like that with me? And, 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 and really, God came very close, and he said, he said, See, she lives in a world where, where wooden boys become real boys, and she believes it. She lives in a world where pumpkins become golden carriages. She believes it. And he said, we know it's a, a world of fantasy, but to her, it's real. He said, Ray, unless you become like a little child, you, you are never going to experience and, and enjoy my grace in your life. Grace is not a doctrine to be studied. It's an experience to be enjoyed. And the grace of God is just full of wonder. And he says, Ray, have you lost the wonder of my grace? And I honestly believe that God is restoring a spirit of wonder back to the body of Christ. Come on somebody. Am I looking at a bunch of children here? And I, I'm, I'm preaching in Australia last November in a pastor's conference and, and they put me in a really nice hotel. And I got my own balcony and I'm on the 8th floor, of room 824. And I've preached and I come back and I'm sipping a cappuccino out on the veranda, my private veranda. And I'm looking up at the Australian starlit sky and, and all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I felt something rub up against my leg. I'm on the eighth floor, with a private balcony. So when I looked down, this is what I saw on the eighth floor, on the private balcony. Don't say, oh, It frightened the crap out of me. Come on, a white rabbit on the eighth floor. Give me a break. That's why I took a photograph of it. I thought I'm it. because see, in the 60s, I did a bit of this. And what happens, you can get a flashback. Seriously? Come on, all you ex-dope heads, you know what I'm talking about. You think my, and I'm thinking I'm having a flashback, it's so a white rabbit. And I thought, if this rabbit asks me the time, I'm jumping off, I'm jumping off the balcony. <laughs> so anyway, I got up, I got up, I got up, I thought, I, I'm seeing things. I got up and I did my Navy SEAL walk into the, into the and I rang reception, I said, I said, hey, I, uh, can we help you, Mr. Bevan? You certainly can. I said, there's a white rabbit on my balcony. And this patronizing voice came back and says, okay. <laughs> Woo! I went back out, the rabbit was gone. Now I'm in trouble up here. I'm preaching in a pastor's conference about having a sound mind. Hello? I'm preaching to these pastors and the devil going, What about the rabbit? What about the rabbit? <laughs> we found out later that the rabbit belonged to a couple two doors down. And somehow we took a liking to me. I thought, could be the smell, I don't know, but I mean it, it worked its way under this and and do you know what? And again in the in the normal, in the weird things of life, I, I always have got my ears up. Holy Ghost. What are you teaching me here? <laughs> what are you teaching me? And he said, he said, Ray, he said, tell my people that my grace is like that. My grace will turn up at the most unlikely times, in the most unlikely places to surprise the most unlikely people. And when I'm praying about these services today, uh, we only planned for me to do two. But we had a chat last night, we were out having dinner last night and revelation was flowing and Leanne said, the whole church has got to hear this. And so we decided to do the whole thing. Give it up for your pastors. I mean, give it up. They're amazing. They've got to be the sexiest pastors in the UK, in the USA. I mean, they should be starring in the next Baywatch series. Come on. But I love it. And, and, uh, and, uh, and the Lord said, Do you know one translation of the word grace? I love this. It's joyful surprise. And you came in here this morning. I don't know what you expected. You never expected a hobbit from the shire to be preaching here. But you are here. And you think, but you know what? I know with all of my heart that you are in the right place at the right time. And grace is going to turn up here and surprise you in a way you never imagined. If you believe it, give Jesus some praise in this house. I'm preaching myself happy. You see, grace grace is the factor in my life that causes me to live my life surprised. I am totally surprised that with all my fears and my insecurities, he still uses me the way that he does. I'm surprised that with all my bad decisions and my failures, somehow he takes the good and the bad and he works them together for my good. I'm totally surprised that with all my refusals to forgive and show grace, when I'm hurt and betrayed and let down, I'm just so surprised continually that he always shows grace to me and he never lets me down. And He's always with me. Am I talking to the right people here? And, you know, I'm, I'm really, really uh, amazingly surprised is when I'm at my weakest, emotionally and physically and spiritually, when I'm at my weakest, he chooses those times to show his greatest strength in my life. And I know some of you are there now you may be at your weakest emotionally and relationally and mentally and physically. and Perhaps it was an effort. We get days when we just want to eat ice cream for breakfast and go back to bed and curl up and stay there all day. Come on. Am I talking to people that have been there? Some of you may be there. Well, you're in the right place here. Amen. Because grace is going to surprise you. Amen. And you know, I'm surprised that grace keeps on counting. When the devil has counted me out, when people have counted me out, and worst of all, when I've counted myself out, imagine this, it's a boxing match, in the ring is a Christian working out her destiny. Fighting the devil. She's giving him, bam, boof. I mean, in the audience, there's a 100,000 Christians. And they're screaming, come on, give him one for me. And she's doing great, bam. And the devil's being punched all over the ring. And then she gets distracted. Something distracts her. And out of the blue, the devil smashes her in the face. And she goes down on the floor. And there is no movement. And the crowd are on their feet. Get up, Christian. Come on, you can't give up now. She lies motionless on the floor. The devil stands over her, sneering, and the referee starts the count. One, two, three, four, five. The crowd are going wild. They are screaming encouragement. There is no movement. The devil begins to strut around the ring. The referee carries on the count. Six, seven, eight, nine. When it gets to nine, the devil stands on the bottom rope and gets ready to punch the air as the referee shouts ten! The crowd goes silent and the devil screams at the Christians easy! Next! Then a shock of horror goes through the devil's whole being as he hears this come from the other side of the ring eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen 16, 17, the devil, watch this, the devil, the devil, watch this, runs across to the referee who happens to be called Grace. And the devil screams in the face of Grace and says, that's not fair. And Grace says, I know it. But I am gonna keep on counting until my beloved daughter gets up off that canvas. 15, come on somebody, say amen. Some of you, some of you, some of you may be up to 17,415,648. Well, 49, 50, come on somebody help me, 51. God has sent this hobbit from the shire to tell you, some of you have counted yourself out. You've given up. You're just happy to float through life. No, 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 no. That's not what God has started in you. He will bring to completion. And this morning, the rhema word to you is, grace keeps on counting and he's going to keep on counting till you get up off the floor. Somebody give Jesus some praise in this house right here. Not so long ago, the devil caught me with a punch. I'm down on the floor. I wanted to give up the ministry. I had enough. And I'll tell you what the punch was in a moment, but I'm on the floor. I said, that's it. And a friend of mine, a comedian, it's always good to have a co- comedians as friends. <laughs> Sometimes they're much better than preachers. <laughs> I got lots of comedians in my life. Keep me. Anyway, so my comedian friend said, come up to my house. Come and spend a day with me. I went up to his house. I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor. I'm the Christian. Count it out. And I went, I sat. He said, sit down there. And then... And then he played me a song, which I'm about to sing to you now, okay? And and the lock the doors, because I'm singing another song. Could you lock them? (laughs) And and it was, uh, let me sing the song first, and then I'll tell you how it was significant in my life and how out of this experience came a whole series of messages. They weren't sermons, they were messages. Uh, and uh, you, I, I put them on this thing here called Grace Alone, so USB, check it out. You can buy them out there. But that, and do you know what the Lord said to me? He, he showed me? he showed me the dead carcass of the lion when, when Samson killed the lion. And he went back a couple of weeks later, and the body had decomposed. But inside the dead carcass, some bees had got inside there and created a honeycomb. And out of the dead thing came sweetness. And so he reached in and the Lord said to me, out of this experience that you are going through right now, out of this, he said, Ray, don't be afraid to share the dead areas of your life because there's honey in it for other people. And I, I stand here as a dead carcass. I'm not, telling, I'm not here to tell you about my successes. Authority is not what you know. It's what you've survived. Come on, somebody say amen. Amen. And I'll tell you, I understand what the Apostle Paul says. By the grace of God, I am what I am. Let me sing this song to you, and then I'll come back and I'll explain why I have sung it. We'll get there. Nearly... You get up. Come on. Come on
2: and have faith in me.
1: Come on, give it up for Jesus here. Give it up for Jesus here. His presence is here. Jesus is here. I sat, I sat in his front room. I sat in his front room, and my friend put that song on. And it was as if Jesus took the mic and came and said and sang it to me. He'll reach you. You know, sometimes we think, you know, God, we wait for the prophet to come or for some prophetic word or for some angel to turn up in the, in the toilet. Or I mean, uh, we've we got all these mystical things. You know what? God can speak to you reading the, the instructions on the packet of a, of a packet of frozen peas. Come on, somebody say amen. Because he he longs to get to you. He longs to get to you. And sometimes, you know, life will let you down. And uh, and you are here and life has let you down. And there's one, you see, see, there's one here. The thing that knocked me out, the thing that knocked me out and the thing that's knocked you out is what I call unfair treatment. It's not fair. And you were sitting here this morning and you're saying, Ray, it's just not fair. I know that. I, I don't deserve this. I didn't expect this. I'm in an unplanned place of destiny. I didn't plan to be here. It didn't work out like this. I didn't dream this. And it's unfair. It's not just. I'm Bam, it's caught you by surprise. And you don't know how to deal with it emotionally. Christianity would be easy if it wasn't for our humanity, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be great if we just didn't want to get revenge? Wouldn't it be great if we didn't want to retaliate? But Jesus taught me something about unfair treatment when they smashed him to a Roman torture pole 2,000 years ago in Jerusalem. You can't get... I mean, that's unfair. He just wanted to bless people, but they, they smashed him. And Peter was writing about it. And, and, and this scripture I'm going to read to you right now was the ramer that God gave to me that helped me get up off the floor and it'll help you get up off the floor today. And it's in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 23. And it says, when he was insulted, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he did not threaten revenge. Watch this. Here's the key. And, and it's not easy to do. But grace is going to help you to do this. He surrendered his case into the hands of God who judges fairly. The anointing of Elsa is going to come on many people here this morning and you're going to sing the song of Frozen. You're going to get up there and you, 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 God's going to help you to sing. Let it go. Let it go. You're going to do it. Because that's... The way you're going to get up, by letting go. And some of you, and here's the rhema for today, that God gave me for today. It's time to surrender control of an out-of-control situation. Why is that hard to do? Because our humanity hates the consequences of trusting God. Why is something seemingly so simple so hard to do? Here it is. Because the consequences of trusting God, the consequences of surrendering our case to God has consequences emotionally. And here's the main one, the feeling of vulnerability. We do not like feeling vulnerable. And I'm not going to hold this back from you. Many of you are going to surrender Control of an out of control situation. You're going to give your case to God and, and you're going to feel so vulnerable. But I tell you what, you can't get more vulnerable than this. Come on, Jesus, prove yourself. Come off the cross, you say you're the Messiah. Come on, then. Come off the cross. Come on, Jesus, do something. He surrendered his case. You know, when I was going through this season and these messages are coming out of that dead area, you know, I began to, do you know what the Lord said to me? He said that there were so much, there were lies on the internet and all sorts of stuff was going on and it was unfair and all this stuff and I'm trying to deal with it. And then he says, Ray, stay on the cross. It's safer there. He says, I'm not really impressed how you respond to Palm Sunday praise. I want to see how you react to Good Friday's nails. This is the stuff that makes you. This is when the word becomes flesh in your life. And I know this morning, some of you, you know the verse, we know the verse, be still and know God. Actually, the actual translation is when we think be still, it doesn't mean to be quiet. The actual translation is let go. And know God. And, um, and grace is going to help you to do it this morning. And uh, uh, do you know what? Do you know what? Uh, I know, what, look, when I'm standing here, this is not just another sermon. This is a word from God for people here. Yeah. And some of you are thinking, Ray, this word is for me. I, I need to surrender control of an out-of-control situation. And I'm going to show you how grace is going to help you. I want, I want you to watch this video, a short couple of minutes. And it visually for me demonstrates how grace is going to help you get up off the canvas and surrender that stuff to God. Watch this. <laughs> Go ahead. You want to clap. You want to, you want to give him praise. See, this is how some of you came in this morning. I don't know what torn hamstring you have. I don't know whether it's a relationship breakup, a massive mistake. A, I don't know what, what, what it is, but the fact is you've decided, well... I'm just going to keep on running. I'm going to keep on praising. I'm going to keep on serving. I'm going to keep on. And then right here this morning, do you see how the father broke through the crowds? They tried to stop the father. Get you Listen, there is no way you're going to stop the grace of God reaching you this morning. Come on, man. There is nothing. There is nothing. Nothing. And all these words in your head, all this condemning stuff in your head, You'll never make it, this and that, and the condemnation and the stuff. Well, this morning, you're going to surrender control of an out-of-control situation. And grace is going to help you. I want you to stand to your feet, please, everyone in the building. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your presence here. And I thank you for taking my pathetic words and somehow anointing them and making them. Thank you for writing your truth on the hearts of people here. You are here, Jesus, and you are walking from seat to seat. And this is so personal, and this is so deep. And there are people here, and perhaps they, they haven't been able to share this even with their closest. But this morning, you've pinpointed it. You're the one that heals broken hearts. I'm going to count to three, and when I count to three, if you say, Ray, I'm going to do it. I'm going to surrender control. You've been trying to control things emotionally and relationally and circumstantially. No, it's not working. God says, no, give it to me. Trust me. Trust me to work it out for you. I'm going to count to three. If that's you, I want you to raise your hand. Here we go. One, two, three. Raise your hand up high. Raise your hand up high. My, 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 my. Now, please, please allow me to do this very, very quickly. I'll be two minutes. Could you leave your seat and come and stand with me here? Those of you that raised your hands, could you do that? Just come. There's only one person going to be embarrassed here. That's the devil. That's it. Just come, please. Just come. Just come. Come close. Come close. Come. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Just come around the side here. My God. As you come, just worship. Just close your eyes for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus, Jesus. Just give me the music. Just keep that music. Keep that riff going. Give me your eyes that I may see. Give me your heart that I may feel. Give me your hands that I may touch this wonderful world I love so much. And give me your feet that I may walk. Give me your mouth that I may talk. Give me your arms. That I may hold, gather my sheep into the fold. Look at me for a moment, those of you in the front. It takes a lot of courage to do what you're about to do. You're not preaching fodder. You're beloved by Jesus, and 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 to think that he he sent somebody like me from from. Wales, just to help you, just shows how special you are. I want you to hold your hand out in front of you like this, please. Look into your hand, your right hand, and I want you to put what you're going to surrender to God. I want you to put it into your hand by faith. By faith, we're going to do this. That's why right. put put her into. Yeah, put him into. Put that abortion in too. Put that attempted suicide in. It's all going to go. Put that divorce in. Put that abuse in. Okay, wrap your hand around all that junk. Wrap, it. Make a fist out of it. Raise your hand up like this. Okay, here we go. Surrender, let it go. Open your hand, raise your other hand and just begin to worship. Now we can sing that song. Come on, lock in, lock in. Come on, congregation. Let's sing this song together. Lord, may your peace now flow. May your peace and your joy and your supernatural grace flow through the lives of these people. Lord, it's like having a shower on the inside. Lord Jesus, go ahead, go ahead. Strengthen, strengthen, bless release sing it
0: thank you so much for joining us online we hope you had a powerful experience we want to take this time to personally help you navigate the next steps in becoming connected if you made a decision for Christ today need prayer or want more information about our church go to our website c3sandiego.com And if you didn't get a chance to give online during service and would like to contribute financially, you can go to c3give.com and click on the giving option that works best for you. We look forward to hearing from you. See you at church.